0: her dead boyfriend's family is very friendly. Or are they? Today I'm talking about Kindred. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a movie called Kindred, which is a kind of a lower-budget horror thriller from the UK. And I watched it on Hulu, and I thought it was okay, but missed a couple of opportunities. And I wanted to talk about said opportunities. So without further ado, let's get started. A lot of recent horror movies have focused on grief and loss. It makes sense, since the genre is so immediately tied with death and life beyond it. Everyone's reaction to grief is different, though. Some cling to what they have, while others try to take advantage of what life can offer while they can. Which brings us to Kindred, a movie about some in-laws who hang on to what isn't even theirs. The movie follows Charlotte, a young woman enjoying a quiet life with her boyfriend, Ben, and preparing for a move to Australia. But Charlotte's life is upended when Ben dies in an accident, and Ben's previously prickly family takes Charlotte in and begins to dote on her, and especially her unborn child. The premise for Kindred is excellent. It's blending two very emotional experiences together, grief and motherhood, and putting our mother-to-be in the crosshairs. From her perspective, Charlotte is looking to escape. She wants to remember Ben on her terms, decide whether or not she wants to have Ben's baby, and likely leave the country like her and Ben intended. Unfortunately, what she wants and needs is in sharp contrast to what her in-laws want. Admittedly, I'm saying in-laws, but they aren't married in the movie. Her mother-in-law is clearly overwhelmed by her grief and grasping to hang on to anything she can. Initially, this presents as trying to mend fences with Charlotte after some very rough words and taking care of her but it becomes clear that Charlotte simply wants to keep Ben's baby in her life. And it's here I think the movie leans too heavily into the horror-mystery cliches and ignores the mother-to-be's perspective. I'll be quick to note that the acting is fantastic all around. Tamara Lawrence gives an excellent central performance, and Fiona Shaw is a shoe-in for any Ice Queen performance you need. Likewise, I like the imagery the film uses for its hallucination scenes, and the setting of an old, falling-apart, aristocratic English house is a great setting. Unfortunately, the movie ignores so many opportunities to deepen its themes, and plays coy for so long that it frustrated me. Right after Ben's passing, Charlotte passes out and wakes up in her in-law's home. While they seem nice at first, it's clear that they are keeping her her in the house against her will, and likely drugging her— And this is where the first problem pops up. A movie like this tends to go one of two ways. You either lean into the idea that Charlotte's brain is unreliable and make it a guessing game as to whether or not she's well. Or you can make it a cat and mouse game between Charlotte and her in-laws. And Kindred is trying to do both. So why is this a problem? For the is-she-crazy-or-is-she-not element, we never see Charlotte acting off. She loses time, but it's always right after she gets food or drinks from her hosts, so it's pretty clear that they're the problem. Likewise, when the movie has Charlotte looking to escape, and no one believes her because she's been acting crazy, we have no evidence to support that. But that's not the biggest problem or the biggest missed opportunity. If you're in Charlotte's camp, you know and believe this is a giant gaslighting campaign to keep Charlotte and her baby. Unfortunately, this ignores at least three elements that I think could have been addressed or handled with more care. The first is the racial and class divide between Charlotte and her hosts. While little is said out loud, it's clear that Charlotte does not come from money, has few connections in England, and is a black woman while her hosts are white. In minus a few loaded statements early on, this isn't really addressed. Which, if I'm being perfectly honest, is weird. I'm not saying the in-laws should be bigots, or that these elements should define Charlotte, that's obviously limiting. But it is a factor in the dynamic here, and I think it's strange not to address it. Especially since they might steal her child. This may just hit harder in the United States, but the way this film does, or more often than not, doesn't address bodily autonomy outside of feeling controlled or trapped, especially when a white family is staking claim to a mixed-race child even before it's born, and the mother hasn't decided whether or not she wants it, it's such a thematically loaded situation you'd expect the entire movie to be about it. There are moments where it really works, moments where the family is upsetting Charlotte while they're talking about how they need to protect the baby are pitch perfect, but it's hard to tell if this is intentional or just the standard horror-thriller gaslighting setup working in line with an undeveloped theme. My guess is no, since even Charlotte's visions are mostly about death or Ben. Put another way, I truly feel like this was two men writing a woman's experience. The verdict is, it's a solid idea with weak execution. Though there's a lot of great ideas at play, Kindred falls into stereotypes. 5 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest discussion, reviews, and more. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.